The following audio brought to you by TSF Entertainment Podcast may contain graphic descriptions of violence and or audio clips of violence or sexual explicit events. Listener's discretion is advised. They say this is a big rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it, this is where it goes down I just happen to come up hard Legal or illegal, baby, I gotta make it I never it. took a straight path nowhere Life's full of twists and turns, bumps and bruises, I live, I learn I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers It's hard to get a start in these parts without paper Homie, I grew up in hell, a block away from heaven That corner ain't 15 minutes, it move a 7 What's good, TSF Entertainment Podcast fans? It's your boy, the Juggernauts of Souls. And today we're going to bring you the power episode, Like Father, Like Son. And I'm with the bros, Jack of Jordans and Retro CG. And we about to get right into it. Let's go. What's up, fam? Yo, yo, what's good? How's everybody doing? We good, man. We good. Let's cook this. We right now, it's been a long time shit. coming, and let's drag some folks too. <laughs> so, <laughs> so episode six oh seven, like father, like son. Okay, so the episode starts off with um, Ghost waking Tariq up with a gun to the face, uh, which, in my should've opinion, shot that shit in his face. That, uh, uh, in, <laughs> in my opinion, should have slapped the shit out of him. He should have slapped the shit out of his little ass with that fucking gun. <laughs> So, of course, Tariq wakes up. He doesn't believe that Ghost is serious and doesn't think that Ghost is going to shoot him. Ghost pretty much tells him that you, why do you think Kanan killed Sean? Because he wasn't loyal. And the minute you let Tommy into the penthouse to kill me, then you became my enemy. Like, those were real strong words. Like, I, I felt that shit with Ghost. Like, Ghost pretty much told him that if you were anybody else, you'd be dead right now. And Easily. I, I don't think that Tariq really understands what he's dealing with with his father. I think he just thinks that Ghost just those suits. I don't think he understands that Ghost put that work in. Right. I know. That's the. That's to me. That's not the side he's accustomed to seeing. You know what I'm saying? Because he's been sneaking around doing his thing, and the whole time he thinks, "Oh well, you know, my my parents." you know, provided this life for me. And now that I know that my dad was a quote-unquote drug dealer, what type of drug dealer was he? Was he soft or was he this caring drug dealer and all this other stuff? And as long as my mama keep intervening in these ass whoopers I'm about to receive, I'm going to keep being disrespectful. But I think what really woke his ass up is when you wake up with that nine to the side of your head and he's like, oh, you ain't going to shoot me. He like, oh, I'm sorry, mister. I'm sorry, officer. Um, You know, my son's been going through some troubling times, you know, all while, you know, since his sister died. And I don't know how he got the gun and why he decided to end his life. The whole plot he figured out, man, just in case he oh, had real. He, he basically laid it out. He basically laid it all out for him. Like, you know, you going to... Man, look, you're going to die by my hands, but the shit going to be a suicide. Know that. But I love how he didn't answer his questions. He just responded to them with a statement. I love that. That's some shit. That, I like that shit right there. But I, I think that 
Tariq doesn't really believe that his father is capable of doing that to him. And like, like he's getting worse and worse each episode. And I'm like, finally, they finally have Ghost finally confront him about him calling him Ghost. And I'm like, at what point is Ghost going to put hands on this boy? This boy has done everything from damn near slap the shit out of his mama. He's disrespectful as fuck to both his parents. He robbing, he stealing, he lying, he cheating. I mean, at what point are these? What what type of black parents are these? Because these are not the fucking Huxtables. Go to bed. I think, <laughs> I think he's more. I think he's more Canaan than he is uh, Ghost, though. Because look at everything that led up to this point. You like you said, uh, retro the lying, the deceiving, the the cheating, the stealing, whatever it is to make Tyreek be in the position of power that he wants to be in. He was willing to do. And now what I think he's realizing is that little nigga, you on the yeah, you seen the good side where you get money and all this other type of shit. You do whatever you need to do to get the clout or whatever, but now you on the other side of the gun. You ain't the one pointing it. It's Literally. the one the gun is getting pointed Literally. at you. And it's by your own father and it's and it's by you not having any more weight or it's by the Italians or you putting yourself in these real fucked up situations because you don't know what the fuck you doing. You fucking the chicken up. You fucking the bag up. So now you're on the other side of shit and I, the crazy thing about it is is I could I, I kind of hope for this to happen. I mean being <laughs> that's honest, just, that's can, we, can we agree that this little motherfucker didn't even think that the bag of oranges was enough? You know what I'm saying? Nothing is enough. You think those oranges were supposed to scare him straight? I mean, his own father putting a, a gun to his face doesn't scare him. Um, him losing his sister and watching her die, literally watching her die doesn't scare him. Watching his whole family fall apart and everyone that has been close to his family is now either dead or gone. I mean, nothing scares his boy. No, no, re, no dose of reality is going to make him be a better child. No, I mean, no keeping it a buck, a lot of this shit is his fault. I mean, keeping it honest, a lot of this shit is his fault anyway, though. He's the I catalyst. Mean, the only... He's the catalyst to a lot of the happenings. And him and his father, are, uh, I, I love this episode. I love the title of this episode, Like Father, Like Son, because the parody of that is is great. It's because in reality, Ghost and Tyreek are two peas in a pod. They are exactly alike. Um, they're they're just they're situational characters, and each one of them responds in a similar way to a situation. But both of them have the end result. They're both a, rever- a reverse Midas. They both everything they touch, it it fucks up. So we then see that Ghost uh, pretty much gets him up and makes him go to the penthouse and pretty much let him see the destruction that Tommy calls at the penthouse. I mean, that's what it is. Like a fucking hurricane ran through that guy. Man, that shit like Beirut. Man, what the oh, fuck real? Man, that's that like shit some crash, is some crazy shit right there. Like, oh, that shit messed up. The windows oh. boarded up and fucking everything shot up. <laughs> then you got to go in your, your dead sister's room to see, Get your you know, buddy. To get your drug and money and everything. Got the oh, hey, nerve. This wait, little nigga wait. here. And then he got robbed. This little nigga, he got the nerve to ask his daddy, you finna rob me? Nigga, you just extorted your parents, your family out of $2 million. 
excuse me, three million dollars. The motherfuckers lost three million dollars and all they work behind you, and you got the nerve to fix your mouth to say you finna rob me? Go to the smack the shit out of them again. That's well, that's the time this episode. When you see, he grabbed his ass. When you see, he grabbed his ass then because he had already started popping slick in the mouth. He said, "He said you had your you had your drugs and drug money in your dead sister room." And he said, "Yeah, it was a nice place, you know, where Raina kept her things." He said, "Raina didn't have a reason to hide nothing from me." He said, "You just didn't know where to look." Ghost, and he grabbed his ass there, like, "Don't ever call me Ghost again." I ain't gonna stop him from doing it. That's a disrespectful little bastard. That little bastard is so disrespectful, and, and, and nothing they can do is gonna scare him straight. I mean, he's gonna continue on this path until until he ain't here no more. Because I don't even think losing his mama, losing his daddy, losing his Uncle Tommy, I don't even think that's going to be enough to get him on the right path. I mean, the little motherfucker is just a Chucky. He evil. <laughs> he said he's he evil. He's a Chucky. He's a Chucky. That's his new nickname, Chucky. Fucking good guy, Dale. Oh, my God. <laughs> man, Tyreek is, Tyreek is definitely, man. A Chucky. In, like, I, well, besides the Chucky, I don't even want to say he's in over his head anymore, man. Like he's getting whatever he deserves at this point. Uh, he, everybody that he pretty much crossed, has turned his has turned their back on him. Uh, or well, almost everybody that he pretty much crossed and turned his back on. Him. We'll get into that a little later. But the majority of the people, everybody, a lot of people that he loved, called family, Tommy, Keisha. You know, they pretty much turned their back on him, and you know, they're just tired of his shit. And hell, quite frankly, I'm tired of it. I mean, they get you know, if I see him in the streets, I might tell him we might have thrown them bitches one time hey. or something. You know, I know it's a character, but we might have thrown them bitches. Hey, why Tommy? Why, <laughs> why Tommy? But the thing about it is, though, he don't even care, and that's the sad right. part. No, he it. don't. He don't why, care. Why Tommy hang him upside down off the building like Nino Brown? <laughs> Man, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking Nino Brown or Suge Knight. You took my product. You did this. You did that. He said we ain't but even family no more. Think, he called him a. He told him just like your dad. Understand? I don't understand if he if he knows. Like I don't think he understands the ramifications of the shit that he's doing because, like, ghosts are in in a matter of one episode. Ghosts that pulled the gun out on you. And nigga, you almost got flipped off a, a, a fucking building. Yeah, this and is still, true. Like, and still, once again, it ain't enough. It, it's hey. just, they're not gonna hurt me. They're my family. They love me. They're not this, gonna hurt me. Hey, y'all like the how... secret meeting with Dre? Come on, man. <laughs> the secret meeting with Dre. And him and Dre and he went tip for that. To extort Dre, like yeah. he played a dangerous game with Dre because he continues to threaten this man that if you don't give me what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna tell my dad and my uncle Tommy this and this and that. Like at some point, I'm ready for Dre to just call his uh, bluff or stab that nigga since he's good. Dre ain't gonna be called no that motherfucker. Dre always stabbing somebody all the goddamn time. He need to stab. Hey, I thought he was gonna stab him. I thought he was gonna stab him right there in there, like when he Dre went in the bag or whatever. Dre ass need to die. I thought he was gonna stab Fuck him. Fuck that. Uh, we'll get to Mr. Dre in a minute, but I, hey. I don't think he. I don't think he's gonna die. Hey. I don't. Hey, I, he's a survivor. I think he's Mother, gonna be the hey. snake. Hey, Governor Tate, bro. <laughs> Who? <laughs> you see, Governor Tate, boy. That Governor man, Tate. That man is a wild boy, man. Woo. 
you see how he was in there, bro. Like that shit was funny. I was like, wow. And then my man caught wind. He thought about it. But like, we we predicted this. We predicted this the first episode we saw this happening. I think that was that was something that we all saw in the writing where that was going. We saw that. I mean, even when she came back to the office that day after she was fucking him and um and she was like, uh, he's way bigger than you. You know, that was that was a slick shot. That was a slick shot at her husband. Like, you know, that man saying, walked up in the house like, well. <laughs> but he did it calm too. Man. Other people would have been in that bitch waving a bird. But like, we don't know what type of deal that him and Ghost made off camera. So uh, just so we're clear, so his campaign manager um finally got hip to the fact that Tate was fucking his wife. Mm-hmm. And caught them, and so now we're dealing with the fallout of that because now Tate is concerned or afraid that dude's going to go public and blow his spot and fuck up his chances of winning this election. So he enlists Ghost's help to silence him, but to me, it felt like he was asking Ghost to kill him. It was almost right, right, like right. he was making a subliminal. Suggestion. Of course it. Of course it will. Of course it will. What 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 can we what can we do to shut his bitch ass mouth up? Okay, that that was that was slick, low key. Hey, yeah, silence him. Yeah, but see, at the same time, ghost going ghost is doing shit to play in his favor now. Exactly, but you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of the last few the last few episodes. I mean, yeah, the last few episodes of season six. He's basically been. You know, either like, hey, look, he's been really using his power and not the power right. of, I right, yeah, you know what? I'm going to burn your family and I'm going to leave you alive. You know what I'm saying? You're going to know not to fuck with me. He's using his power. But you know what this reminds me of? As, this reminds as me of the man. This reminds me of season two when um, Stern had sent him down to Miami to try to get the club owner to sign the uh, papers. He got the club owner to sign the papers, but off camera, off to the side, Ghost pretty much enlisted his help to be able to get the clubs from Stern to begin with. So I I feel like this is something that Ghost is doing in his favor to either... Ghost is setting them alley-oops up, man. He's setting them up. He's either setting it up as a as as another way to extort Tate because you know he's giving up the flash drive with the recording on it, or so he says. Um, so he no longer has that leverage over him. So I think this is just new leverage that Ghost is holding in his back pocket, so he can play this ace of spades whenever he needs to, or if he can throw this Joker and Trump. Um, and Trump take whenever he needs to. So I think he's going to keep the campaign manager around just to be able to have something to hold leverage over Tate. But I think Tate's playing a dangerous game, and we may see that the campaign manager drop him. Hey, that and, man. One thing, and one thing that we're seeing in that this man. season is characters are dropping every episode. Hey, that man, uh, that man goes, walked into his office. He said, I just want to know, was the ass worth it? <laughs> Hey, that shit was funny. He said man. they told me everything. What about they tell me everything? Girl, Ramona. Girl, Ramona. Yeah. What he said? He said you ain't been hit with the magic stick yet. She like, uh, hey, I'm he hit. <laughs> he hit it with a strong. He hit it with a strong proposition, and you know, any other time that would probably make political sense, definitely. But 
Come on now, come on now, uh, Councilman Tate. That's a little bit too much. And then you already know she got eyes for Ghost. Well, he probably know that now. She's a cast you know, But I, I like the way ball. I like the way I like the way Ghost handles that situation, man. Instead of using, um, he he used his brain on that. You know, he made him an offer, and he was like, "Well, you know, this is better off playing in my favor. And just in case I need you, I'm going to keep this in my back pocket. I'm going to keep the recording, you know, whatever else that I need." you know, from you in my back pocket. So if I ever need you, because I pretty much let you live and put you in the position of power, using this situation to your advantage, when I need you, just be there. Right. Gave that man a no contest divorce, um, uh, increase <sighs> in salary, and uh, what he wants to be the, uh, the uh, project manager. Yeah, he's the yeah, project manager like for the Queen's Child Project, whatever that is. I guess, I don't even know what the fuck the Queen's Child Project is, because at one point I thought it was going to be some public housing for the people in Queens to be able to have low-income housing, blah, 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 blah. At one point I thought it was going to be a shopping center, retail space for the neighborhood, so... Isn't that what they exactly. said, though? They said that a few seasons ago, though, right? That it well, was no, that's be, what he was trying, was that's be what he was trying similar to do with that, Fancy. Right? That's what he was trying to do with Fancy. He was trying to get some money out of Fancy when he banged her back out, cracked her back. He was trying to get some money out of Fancy to turn it into retail space, but I think it's supposed to be public housing or a right. community center or some bullshit. Whatever the shit that he's um... um making up to make himself look legitimate. I don't even know what the fuck the Queen's Child Project is, but it's some right. But Man. Um, this that episode was this episode has been epic. <laughs> epic. I, I actually I actually like the scenes between Ghost and Take these last few episodes. Definitely uh-huh. love uh, the whole caper scene with him and Ghost. Right. I really like how he pretty much, because under normal circumstances, Rashad would have never taken a dirty gun from Ghost and then shot mm-hmm. somebody with it. Because at the end of the this of the day, you know that that weapon was not registered. So I really expected Rashad to have a lot of questions about Ghost. Where did you get this gun that you gave me? You know, and I just killed somebody with it. There's a body on it, so you know. I really expected Tate not to really be comfortable with that whole situation using that firearm that he knows. I don't think Tate would be comfortable. I don't think it was going to be a question. I don't think it was going to be become a so much of a question anyway, because he looks like the the hero now. You know what I'm saying? As far as that, you know, I don't think really with him being with him being. With him being a formal police officer, you know what I'm saying, a formal police officer, and being able to fire that, fire them shots, and you know, get rid of uh, Alphonse, I don't think personally it's going to be questioned because it's like, okay, yeah, these people got away. It was these people, but at the same time, the person that stuck around, you got hit. We may not catch the other people, but everything else was insured, so. Basically, it's like, yeah, it's still an open case, but at the same time, we're looking for the criminals. We already you know, we already got that one. TV show. I know that it's a TV show. There's supposed to be parts of the TV show that makes us relate to real life situations. Right. I get it, and I get that every... I, to me, I just think it's lazy writing. I think that it's lazy writing because there's a lot of things that are left un, 
unspoken of. There's a lot of holes that they don't close up. And I hate when the writers decide to go that route and just give us lazy writing instead of starting something that they finish. I mean, this man has been suspicious of every fucking thing that James do. James go ask this man for $5. Wow, what you need the $5 for? What you getting ready to do with it? You getting ready to do something stupid with it? I mean, <laughs> every time this man go to him for any type of favor, hey, um, take, can you have a um, city block shut down for me? What you getting ready to do? Hey, go watch him. Go do this. Go do that. Go make sure that James ain't getting ready to do anything stupid. And this man would take a firearm from him in a hostage type situation, use the firearm, kill somebody with it, and not be suspicious whatsoever, and not even have a conversation with Ghost about that whole situation. It looks good on camera. It though. looks good on camera, but it's just it it doesn't fit with the character dynamics between these two characters. Tate is always suspicious of everything that fucking Ghost does. True. So for them not to have a conversation about that whole heist, for them not have a conversation about them people getting robbed up there in that club, and he was suspicious the whole time it was happening. I mean, he was looking side eye at Ghost. He was looking side eye at Fonz. He was like, hmm, something ain't right about this situation right here. And then for him to uh, conveniently have a gun to give the Tate to save the day, you don't think that Tate would have been suspicious under normal I think he is suspicious. I think it's, it's going to be a conversation. I guess because he got caught with his episode. pants down, literally. It, it, it was a hey, Well, he point. got bigger fish to fry now. He ain't worried yeah, about he got bigger fish to fry I mean, right because, he's not, because he's not, you know what I'm saying, being looked at as a suspect. He's more looked at as a hero. Shit, he got bigger fish to fry right now because James still got Derek around. So with him still mm-hmm. being around, it's like okay, a you threat. just cut this man. You threat. just cut this man a deal. It's a threat, right? You cut this. You cut this man a deal, and he asked for all this stuff. Now Ramona is on board with what you talking about, and but, basically, but but but, but this motherfucker is still around. Thing happened with the wife. The same thing happened with the wife because Ramona had to give her a seat. She had to give her a Congress seat in order for her mm-hmm. to go away quiet and sign an NDA. So, I mean, both of them signed non-disclosure agreements, so they're not going to go public with their situation in, ri- in, in, in risk of losing their newfound power. So long as Tate goes along, um, they're going to go along for a free ride. So I think that pretty much will resolve itself. The only time I think it's going to become a bigger problem is if Tate doesn't win the election. And they everything that he's promised them as governor doesn't happen. Then I think Tate does go win the election, and I can see how that could be definitely. I don't uh, know why, but it, it gonna turn out that Ghost gonna motherfucking be a mayor or the, the Ghost gonna end up. Yeah, he gonna have Ghost, He gonna have I'm some sort you. of political power because um, yep. the, the way he's moving now, I think personally that Ramona is gonna put him in that position to be able to do so. That's that's one. He's thing. gonna have a position of political power. I don't know what it's gonna be. He's gonna be a motherfucking alderman, <laughs> a fucking mayor. It's gonna be something. It's gonna definitely council. be something. That motherfucker's gonna, gonna definitely have be his, something. That that motherfucker's going along for a ride. I'm telling you, he's gonna have some type of. Um, I don't know if a governor has a second in command or whatever the case may be, but Ghost is being set up as number two to take. And the thing about it is, though, he's carrying the campaign now. We keep hearing this over and over again about, oh, we need ghosts for the campaign. So at first it started out is they needed ghosts as a financial supporter, but now ghosts is damn near the face of the campaign. So 
where yeah. this storyline didn't really interest me um, as it's been unfolding, it's actually starting to grow a little legs. So it's yeah. actually starting to give us some glimpses of what the sequel could be about. The sequel could very well entail Ghost living this political life. So let's see, let's see where we get Poli- with that. Political life and a club owner. He's he's beyond a club owner owner right now. At at this point, Ghost is setting himself up to be a a consortium, a political figure. Well, he's going to be a political figure, but he's also going to be a consortium. He's going to have a mm. plethora of businesses on him because at the end of the day, the Queen's Child Project is a real estate project. Right. So that's yeah, that's that's another business opportunity for him. And of course, you know he has a nightclub brand, and I think that he's going to. I think he's going to end up doing something else. I think that him and Tommy is going to have to open a new business. We hadn't gotten to that point yet, but I think that him and Tommy is going to have to do a new business because I think Ghost will refuse to wash the money through the club unless they just decide to wash it through uh, Tasha's daycare. But I'm um, calling the um, I'm calling the next person to, to die. Two bit is likely gonna be the one to die. Uh, Two bit is likely gonna that. die. You don't think so? Uh, Two bit is gonna die. Spank your go. Spank your go for two bit. With Tommy, with Tommy pulling the trigger. Yeah, Tommy's gonna kill them. Especially uh, when he find out. Especially when he find out, because it's gonna be found out that. Ghost didn't order that hit and that two bit and Spanky set that shit up. That shit is gonna come out. It's definitely gonna come out. Hmm. Well, Speaking of Tommy and Lakeisha, so we, we we have a scene. We have a scene. Oh, uh, that bitch. Where oh my god, you who you talking about? We have a scene where Tommy's sitting at Lakeisha's house and she come out whining about something as usual. Oh, Tommy, I'm mean, We need to get rid of Ghost and Tasha. I'm so tired of you. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm that means Tyreek, too. Bitch. That means Tyreek, too. Her acting skills is it's horrible. Silly. It's horrible. Man. They're horrible. They're terrible. Oh, my God. She's a terrible I'm character. Like, She's a terrible Christ. actor. She's terrible. And I wish that dude terrible would actor, her. Terrible actor, but that body cold, arm. though. I wish you would have stabbed her in her fucking face. I'm ready for her to go. I... Yeah, that would that would have been that would have been awesome, man. Because even with her pulling the trigger, he should have choked that and, bitch and killing all. But it's still he should have put a like... fucking burlap sack over her face and smothered that bitch right there in that goddamn salon. She's got I'm to like, go. It's 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 terrible. But you know what? I I don't like like when like Keisha would keep with they was right with two bit and spank. They was right. When they things was better when Keisha wasn't coming around. Now you start bringing this chick around. She's wrong. You got beef going on in She's the drama. inside of your stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, you know when she pointing fingers like you stole this. You and stole that, that. that's right. That was the, that was way beyond her place. That was way beyond her place. Bitch, you didn't do the inventory. You're a worker. So basically, right. you go report back to me what your findings are. She should never ran up on them grown ass men, and then you got the nerve to get mad at them because they put hands on you. Nah, you should have never went and confronted them, and then let alone uh, accuse them of stealing. Like you really accuse them of stealing, then she goes, "Well, I didn't think that she stole it," but you sat here and accused this man in front of everybody that he was a thief. So, like, she's 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 creating more harm than good. I mean, the certain things that she's doing is good in relationship, in in her relationship with Tommy, whatever that may may be. I mean, reverse cowgirl, 
uh, missionary doggy style with her mouth <laughs> open, with her ear open, whatever it is that she does, <laughs> please call me. I mean, whatever that is, she's serving her purpose. Well, you see, but he had to bring time. her ass back to reality when she said, he said, uh, come on, let's go. And she said, what? Leave the body there. That's self-defense. He said, and what are you going to tell them when they ask you, where did you get the gun? Going back to what I said about the whole take situation, to me, that was just an un- unbelievable situation that in one scene, we can see someone use an unregistered firearm to kill somebody else. But in the next scene, all of a sudden, that's a concern about using a dirty firearm for self-defense. Hell, all she had to do was say that it was the intruder's weapon. I digress. Back to the lazy writing. <laughs> but I mean, I fuck with power, and, and I and I try my best not to to dissect this show. But I, I see a decline in some of the storytelling from season to season. I do too. And you can tell that they have different writers for each season and each episode. It, it you could tell in the earlier seasons that the writing team was a little bit more consistent. The storytelling stayed consistent from season to season. So the the continuity of the show itself stayed in in an order where you could follow it from season to season. Now mm-hmm. the continuity is all over the place because there are certain things that are not even spoken about no more that used to be important. Nobody has for a season said anything about ghosts and his drinking problem. I mean the first time that Tasha saw him take a drink when he wasn't supposed to, she came unglued, ran over there to Tommy. Oh, Ghost is drinking again. Like, all of a sudden, nobody's concerned about this man drinking 10 o'clock in the morning. It's now talked about. <laughs> um, the mama. The mama is very rarely showed. Now, they're, they don't show her giving Tasha any advice like, now of all times, you would think that the mama would be around. But you gotta, possible. but but you got, but you gotta look at it in this magnitude, though. Retro, um, the mother was around, and she made it clear on several accounts. You know, uh, you pay uh, she didn't work. When, when she say, "I pay your, I pay your rent," and she said, "Wrong, James pay my rent." Everything that she said basically involved some Tasha. Holding on to James for financial reason. When all that was over with and done, what is the mother there for? To watch her grandchild because her mama ain't doing it. Her mama run a daycare and she can't even see about her own child. So that's what her mama's job is. Her mama's job is to mind the baby. Exactly. And just like and maybe put breakfast and out. Just, and just like and just like cash and just like um the 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 young the young daughter, she ain't got to be around all the time. You know what I'm saying? She ain't even needed no more. But you know what I hate in this situation? You're like, okay, I get it. Everyone talks about ghosts hasn't grieved. Um, Raina, we see that Tyreek hasn't really grieved his sister. But what about the little sister? Like, it would have been nice to at least see a scene or where she's she's upset about losing her big sister. Like, you know, why is it raining home anymore type deal? I mean, it's just... Could they be trying to retain her innocence? They they fast forward the storytelling a little too fast and not, you know, draw out a lot of storytelling. Like, what happened to Destiny? Like, Tariq fucked this little girl 
you know what would have been dope if they made the little girl pregnant and you know she come around now with a baby to kind of give the St. Patrick back that would have been a dope twist you know she would have had a baby with Tariq and they responsible for killing her cousin so that would have been a real good twist in the storytelling if uh, the little Destiny girl showed up with a baby but you know yeah, she, but also Tommy told her to disappear. No, he didn't tell her to disappear. He did. He did not tell her to disappear. He kicked the door down, threatened to kill her if she didn't tell her where Ray Ray was. But at the end of the day, the little girl just went upstairs. No, let me rephrase that. She didn't go upstairs. She closed the door after Tommy kicked it off the hinges, and she's never been seen again. So <laughs> I guess I guess we're left to assume that she she moved back to DC wherever Ray Ray was from. Or where yeah, she dipped off. Okay, I get right. it. you know what I'm saying. It's, I get it. It's left open ended because they didn't. You know what I'm saying. They just kind of like brought her in yeah. to re smash. She helped set up some shit, and then they deleted her. It was open ended. Nobody. They didn't say what came of it. What came of her. You know what I'm saying? Just like they removed, and the real part about it is the conversation the that Tommy had with her was more so for Tariq, but but the fact that Tariq hasn't confronted her about you set me up and my sister got killed, like that that deserved a conversation between. Well, Tariq don't even know where she at. He knew where she was at when he was fucking her. Yeah, but now you have to leave. You have to assume that he don't know where she at. That was his first piece of ass. Okay. You know, do okay. you know where your first piece of ass is at? <laughs> you got all the answers. Okay, here's a question for you. Where the <laughs> fuck is Cristobal? Where the fuck is Cristobal? Tell me that. I, I don't fucking know. All this shit is open-ended. <laughs> I mean, is I agree with dead? you. <laughs> I mean, Sister Alicia Jimenez is dead now. I mean, isn't that the case against No, nah, he got to be locked up, though. Because he, but... he was in the room. He was there with her. So we can only yeah, but guess what? that he got slammed. They, they ain't got no case no more. The fucking <clears throat> person they try to prosecute is dead. They don't got a case no more. Who they tried? This is true. And what he was arrested for? She didn't have no drugs in the hotel room. She had no weapons. They were just trying to fuck. This so is true. What was he arrested for? Open. So, again, just like you said, a lot of shit was left open-ended. Like, but we're, we're seven episodes into the finale of this show, the 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 end of this series, the end of six seasons of this show, and we're seven episodes into it at this point, and there's still so much open and unended storytelling. This is true. Me off that the writers are. I mean, I get that they're trying to give people new talent, and I get they're trying to put people on, and I respect that, and I appreciate that. But at the end of the day, like the original writing room, they should have ended, kinda, ended some of these other characters. Yes, they should have ended these other closed. characters, right? Like if you're gonna take them off, if you're gonna take them out the scene and take them off for, uh, off a of camera, then they should have ended it. You know, like you said with Crystal Crystal and Alicia. You know, we saw Jason put a hole in her ass, but Crystal like you said, they was in the room about to smash. FBI kicked the dough in. She got booked because, of course, they got a ton of shit on her. But then Crystal Ball, he was just there trying to hit. He could just say, hey, look, man, things got hot and heavy. He's about to fool around. Yeah. They what's gotta the charge? Cut. Right. What's the charge? They got to cut them loose. 
but they didn't tell us if they cut him loose or if he's in jail or what happened to him. We don't and I know. Get that he's a he's a D-list character for the show, so uh, he's not important for the storytelling for the show. He's not as important as someone like Dre would be, and I don't understand why Dre's character is more important right now. Like we have no use for Dre right now, and I like how he has he, his role has reversed this season. You know, he last season, warmed his ass all out. About, all, it was all about Dre last season. Dre was a man around. Here. He was walking around with. Quinn in the club, and I miss her too. Like, what happened to that beautiful lady? What happened to the Bassett's clubs? What happened to the job that he had with the Bassett's? Now, all of a sudden, he's back working for Ghost again, just like they never gave us an explanation as to why he didn't work for Ghost anymore. I mean, it's just stupid shit like this that they keep bouncing back and forth that it makes it hard for fans, for fan service who's been watching from season one, who's vested in the show, who who's doing reviews like how we are, and we're not looking at the same show that we started out with. We're not looking at the same character it, development that we started out with. Could it be, though, that, you know, we just show, like, they just show with Kanan and Dre that basically Dre was trying to fuck Tommy and Ghost over, and it was just like, yeah, I don't need you. And then back into this whole fold, it's kind of like I, Dre I needs Ghost. But at the same time, it's like he can't be at the same time. It's like they just show over and over and over again that Dre can't be fucking trusted. I don't know how to answer that because initially I want to say that Ghost wanted to be a part of a group, whether it was with Kanan, whether it was with Tommy, and whether it was with um, Ghost. It's because of how they treated him. I think that he no longer had loyalty for them. Because when he was down with them, he was down with them. He wanted to go do work. He was trying to do work, but everyone kind of kept him on the outs of everything, including Kanan. So I, I think that everyone expects Dre to be loyal to them, but who's been loyal to Dre? I mean, Dre, Dre has tried his best to roll with each crew. I mean, he rolled with Kanan for a time. He rolled with Tommy for a time. He rolled with Ghost for a time. And he's been loyal to none of them. But at the end of the day, none of them has really been loyal to him. They've just kind of used Dre as, as a pawn or as a king's gambit. And um, and that's I think that's what Dre has realized. That, hey, shit, these niggas are using me. I'm going to use them too. He's just a little bit more better at being able to use people as puppies. R.I.P. Um, <laughs> so finally, 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 someone decides to go talk to Proctor's daughter. I didn't really like how they told the story about that too because you would have thought they would have been looking for her before now. But finally, they finally go talk to Elisa Marie. And Elisa Marie uh Spazzes out. That little girl's a sweet little girl, but she's a horrible actress. Um, she starts freaking out when um, she notices that a little unicorn is missing from her backpack, and Blanca instantly zero ins on that. Like I, I like Blanca; she'd be on point. Uh, I didn't yeah. like her. I didn't Blanca like her be last on season, but I, I'm liking where they're going with her right now because she is for the truth. Can no we see what. possibly with with? And this question goes for you. You know, you retro and Jack. Can we possibly see like um that 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 tenacity to slam some of these people out of her that we would have 
Salt and Angie if she wouldn't have got wrapped up in, you know, everything with Ghost and Tommy and Tasha and Tariq. I think this is me personally, in my opinion, and, you know, I want you guys insight on it, too. I think that we're going to see. That's that a great question. And Blanca. I think personally, that's what we're going to see. Like she's gun ho on basically having this solid ass evidence that you did it and you not worming your way out of this. Your ass is going down. I'm going to let Jack answer that one first, but that, that's an excellent question. Jack. Yo, Jack. Yo, Jack. Jack went to sleep on my ass. So I'll answer the question. Uh, it's funny you should say that because I was actually thinking that myself. I was thinking that if Angela would have stayed a good guy, meaning that she would never got wrapped up in ghosts. But let's just be honest. We can't blame Angela's downfall completely on ghosts. No, because, we cannot. I mean, she was coloring outside the lies even before ghosts came around. I mean, you were seeing that she was doing little bits and pieces um, with um, Greg trying to, you know, I, she pretty much fucked him for free. She fucked him for information. So that's everybody around the office knew that she was fucking Greg to get information. So Angela hasn't always been squeaky clean. But I will say this, if Angela was a good guy, truly a good guy and played by the rules, her and Blocker would be an unstoppable team. Like, Blocker is a hell of an investigator and Angela is a hell of an attorney. They would have made a real good team. They would have made a real good task force, whoever they were trying to convict. But we'll never get to see that dynamic. So in, in a weird way, I feel like Blocker is actually trying to avenge Angela's death. I I haven't seen anything on camera about this, and I don't know how deep they're going to go into Blanca's character. But it almost feels like she's kind of remorseful about Angie being murdered or feels somewhat guilty because Angie was murdered. True. She could because be. She, she, she pushed the investigation so hard towards Andrew. Angela, she pushed that investigation so hard. She, she was, she was calling out things that probably nobody else would have noticed if she hadn't been calling them out. So I think part of her feels responsible for Angela's death, as far as the whole prosecution thing. Sack, she even, we even seen some remorse with her with Sack. Like she felt sorry for Sack when Warner told her that uh, you need to get some dirt on him because we got to get rid of this nigga. This nigga got to go. And she was like, I'm sorry, sir. I didn't come here for that. I only came here to solve Angela's murder. He was like, uh, what part of you thought I was asking you to do this? So, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what part of you was thinking I was asking you to do this? Bitch, you gonna do what the fuck I tell you to do. Right. And she did too. She went and found that unicorn. Oh yeah, which she was did. stupid for well, she sack. wouldn't. She wouldn't have found the unicorn had Lisa Marie. You know, was just like, "Where's my unicorn? Where's my unicorn?" My mama gave me this unicorn, and it's just like, "Oh, really? What unicorn?" So it kind of like, said, and then she said, "What? It wasn't so much about the unicorn as what she said." She was like, "Mommy told me to always have this with me when I go to Daddy's house." Okay, so that's a telltale sign right there. Okay, this is a bug. Okay, let me find out where this unicorn is. But it's stupid for Sack to even have this unicorn still. I mean, you run the CI off the book. You run the CI off the books. It's not sanctioned. And 
you keep the evidence in your top drawer like it's coffee creamer, I mean, <laughs> you stupid. You deserve hey, to but be we stupid. Can- we can, we can, but we can, um, we can finally really almost say that sex is probably gonna be done. And like I said, um, I want you know, that I think to, get to jail. I, I think he's gonna kill himself. Nah, I don't think that he's gonna do I that. I think he, I think he's gonna kill himself, bro. I don't think, I think he's, he's gonna kill himself. I think, hey, you know why I think he's gonna, I think, you know why, you think, you know why I think he's gonna kill himself? Because I don't think sex can handle everything that's going to crash down on him. See, like, he's been worming his way out of this shit and all this other stuff, but now he's not giving that that headway to get his way out of this. They like, okay, we found this shit. And not only did we find this, but at the same time, you were using this to record him. Fucking both of them are dead. Same day. Both of them are dead. So it's just kind of like... Oh damn! Like you just, you basically did this, which was inadmissible in court anyway. It's nothing on it that's gonna help us convict anybody of any fucking thing. It was illegal, and he was told from the beginning. I give you that rope to hang yourself with, but if you fail this, if you screw this up, I'm signing your indictment papers myself. I, I, I think that I think I think gonna he's gonna kill himself, bro. I think we're gonna see consequences with SAG. Don't get me wrong; there are definitely gonna be consequences with he's gonna kill himself. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna get locked up, and before he's serving any time, he's gonna kill himself. I mean, he is white privilege. He is white privilege, and I'm sure that. Uh, see, at this point, he's only suspended. He hasn't gotten to the indictment part. So I think that part of you might just be right that if he doesn't kill himself, he's going to have a breakdown. He's going to have a breakdown because he's not going to know how to survive in the um, MCM. Right. uh, Or the MCC. Yeah, Yeah. he's not going to be able to survive in the um, MCC. So he's going to be another Sandoval. He's going to be He's he's going to be a situation where he's going to be fearful of his life. At the end of the day, he's a United States assistant attorney. He's not going to be able to go into a federal prison and survive. So if he doesn't kill himself, he's going to get murdered. Period. Exactly. So he damned if he do, and he damned if he don't. But the reason why the reason why I think that this whole investigation is going to flop. Because nobody on the family, nobody in the family is going to ever be able to be prosecuted. Not Tasha, not Tommy, not Ghost. Because the one lawyer that was capable of defending the family is dead. So we don't have we don't have a replacement for Proctor. We don't have a replacement for Proctor. Angie's dead. She can't help him. Proctor's gone. There's I don't no think at the end of the day, I don't think at the end of the day, they're going to need any more um, attorneys at this point. No, Terry Silver is dead. They they ain't got no help. And the they ain't gonna need it. It's, it's just it's just like Blanca was saying that the body count around here is stupid, crazy. Like I'm just thinking back on all the characters that have interacted with them from season to season, and the body count is so stupid. How many people are gone? Yeah, I, mean, I don't think I don't they, don't think they personally. I'm about the whole goddamn office is gone. The only people that ain't been murdered is Sax, uh, that that black lady Tamika, 
and John Mock. And both of them have enough sense to get the fuck on through because they were like, shit, this place is dangerous. But <laughs> every every character that we've been introduced for to towards the last six seasons are damn near dead. Yeah, I don't think I don't think personally that um they gon' they gonna need any conviction. You got Tasha right now and she's on her A game because she fucking you know what I'm saying, she owns the daycare now and legitimately and and le- you know what I'm saying, legitimately and now with her about to basically help Tariq in a nutshell. That um, bothers me. That bothers me. Anything you know Tasha and her like, happy ass wig do is gonna <laughs> always bother. You me. know, I think personally that she's not gonna be found of anything. Ghost is probably gonna get, you know, like you said, placed in some sort of political power. So she'll his be, uh, she'll have all, a hand stretched begging for something. All his, all his, you know, what I'm saying everything that's gonna be on him is gonna be, you know, squeaky clean. You know, Tariq is having his mom help him, and then he's going to schools. But, but uh, well, Tommy and Lakeisha move into the suburbs. Oh God! <laughs> what I don't understand is why now? Why now? Why now? When this man for the last six, seven seasons, whatever you want to call it, this man has been trying to get the family to go legit, and nobody has been interested. Nobody has been vested. Everybody has fought this man every step of the way. And now all of a sudden now you want to have a legitimate business. Bitch, you could have been had a legitimate business, but you chose not to want that for us. So it's just it's ugh. I hate it. Oh yeah. I hate it. I hate it when the family is not together. Because just like with last week's episode with the caper, I love that it was on some Ocean's Eleven Italian job type let's get it done type work. And I love right. to see the family working together to defeat a common enemy. And Jason has signed himself a death warrant. I mean, yes, he's he continued has. to extort Tommy. He's continued to extort uh, uh, Ghost. And they get to a point where I know Ghost is. I don't know about Tommy. Tommy hasn't gotten fed up yet because at the end of the day, he if he gets rid of Jason, he has nowhere else to get his work. So in order in, in in the interest of him keeping his product coming in, he's putting up with this whole shit with Jason, but he's not really happy about being extorted and being forced to work with Ghost. But Ghost is gonna kill him. Yeah, Ghost is gonna I mean not Ghost, but Tommy Tommy can very well become the man. Um he honestly I'm sure at some point is gonna come to him finding out how Jason is getting his product. I'm sure eventually it's gonna it's gonna come to that. It's gonna come to how he's getting his product. Well, I he's think he's a Serbian. He's a Serbian. So it was the same thing that we saw with Milan. It was the same thing that happened after they killed Milan was he inherited the warehouse, he inherited all the product that was in the warehouse. So I think that's what's gonna end up happening with um with Jason Midditch. They're going to get rid of him. They're going to off him, and then they're going to get the product. Well, well, Ghost is not going to be interested in moving the product, but you know Tasha and Tariq, they they come into play. So now that Tasha has become parent of the year, and has decided that she's going to help her child move work, um, they're going to need to connect. Tommy ain't going to fuck with them because Tariq stole from him. And so they're going to need somewhere to get their their product from. I don't know. 
to me, is almost in the narrative that Tariq is going to become distro for Jason. And him and Tasha are going to move the, the work through the daycare. They're going to use that girl stripper to help move the weight. I, I think that Tasha and Tariq are going to have a crew. Primeras. I think they're going to have their own narcos and they are going to become their own little drug cartel. Think so? I think it's, what about I think Zay, it's, though? Who? Zay, the uh, guy that um, Tasha is getting the work drop, from. Ghost going to drop that nigga. Ghost going to drop that nigga. Yeah, I can you see You already that. heard him say, you already heard him say last episode when he found out about it, he's like, I need to meet this nigga. So, but again, going back to these rabbit holes that nobody never comes out of when they crawl into them. Uh, what happened to <laughs> Q? Yeah, Q did kind of just disappear. So one episode, she damn near fucked him one episode, and we hadn't seen him since. So we need to... I guess we need to figure out where we're going to go from episode 8 to 15. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that are kind of unspoken of. It seems like the family is trying to get back together, and I think that the show couldn't end without the family being together. So whatever happens that ends the family, just like we got introduced to the family, I think that the family should end together. So if one I think of the family die, is going. I think all the family going to end together. I don't think now with now with Sachs being put on suspension, administrator leave. Um. Everything that's on anything is inadmissible. That's one. Lisa Marie, unless she brings that fucking USB up, you know, or whatever, unless she brings that up, I don't think personally uh, that's going to come out because I've been kind of thinking that she's going to more so... Lisa Marie don't trust nobody. I think she's going to, if anything... She's going to get that USB to uh, to Uncle Benny. What would be the reason? Well, you know, he already had mentioned, you remember she was woke. And he had already talked to Proctor about snitching. And he was like, you know, we don't snitch. You know, and I think that, I think that, you know, once Benny found out that the police has questioned Lisa Marie, because that wasn't brought up. Once one, and I think she's going to mention it to her Uncle Benny. I think that Benny is going to talk to Lisa Marie, but Lisa Marie is going to give Benny that USB. That's probably what's going to save Tommy's ass. No, that's not going to save Tommy's ass. If they get that goddamn SD card shit, they they they're they're going to shift all attention over to Tommy. And I think that it's time for Tom, some of Tommy's dirty laundry to start coming out because all of Ghost's dirty laundry comes out. So it's time for some of um, Tommy's body count to come loose. I mean, Holly. I mean, Tommy don't drop a lot of bodies without any type of retribution, without any type of. Um, yeah, well, he had that one scare where he went to jail and got out. <laughs> and the only reason why he had that scare was because Ghost put him in that scare. So if, if it hadn't been uh, for Ghost laying that trap for him and Lobos to get arrested at the Ritz, uh, then that would have never happened. I, I don't know what's going to happen with 
Keisha. I heard you say earlier that he's probably going to drop too big um, and spank you because they sit there hit her after her dumb ass. They going to find that. He going to find that shit out. And with them, with him firing them, and then on top of the fact, Dre killed DG, and they weren't there. They wasn't even supposed to leave there. So once he found that out, you know, DG was uh, was Tommy's boy. So when he found that out, it's over with. And then on top of the fact that, you know, basically, you know, it's like it's like rebellion with with two bit, you know, to Tommy. You know, he is very he is very argumentative. He's very it started it started to become it started to become more rebellion like, dude. You can't tell me what to do. You can't push me. You can't put me in these positions. You can't. I want my money. I got, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's no, he's not for the team. You know what I'm saying? That's he's right. For, he's for himself. So, with that being said, I think that it's going to come out that Spanky and 2-Bit set that up. And the, they're going to end up, I, like you said, I think personally that 2-Bit is going to end up dying. And it's probably not going to be by... It's probably not going to be by Tommy's hand. It's probably going to be by Dre's hands. But I also think that if Tommy find out before, before Dre get a hold of two bit and Spanky, I think that Tommy's going to kill them. But the Serbs, what might put Tommy over the top is the Serbs end up uh, touching Lakeisha. I think that's what's gonna put Tommy over the top because, like Somebody right need now, to touch her. Somebody because, need to like right now, her. Tommy is Tommy's on cloud nine with her. You know what I'm saying? Um, like you said, he's not really trying to do anything to Jason. He's just kind of like riding the wave because Jason is keeping the product coming. Um, I think that the uh, guy that he met, um, that's from. Um, from SoCal, I think that guy is going to play a major part in some stuff coming up soon in some episodes, if anything. So it is, it is, it's really, it's really going to be interesting to see how a lot of things play out. But I think that personally, 2-Bit and Spanky are end up, are end up going, they going to end up dying. If it's not by Dre, it's going to be by... I mean, I Tommy. get the fact that I get the fact that Tasha's a realist. Like I, I going back to the whole Tasha thing. I'm just sitting here thinking about it. I mean, she's always did try to keep a relationship with her children. She's always tried to keep it real. And I guess in the interest of wanting to protect her child and not see her child end up being a dead drug dealer or locked up drug dealer, she offered her assistance. But I don't think that it's just her doing good parenting. I think it's to avail herself of her money problems right now. And she see that her son wanted to run the streets. But at the end of the day, what kind of parent? I'm listening to that ghost going on and on about, you know, I'm going to get them in another school. Take, do you have any friends on the admission board to re-keep your grades up, stay out of trouble? Like, he really wants his child to do well in life and not have to sell up no drugs. Mm-hmm. Tasha is perfectly content with her child be the street pusher. I can say one um, thing with him having the grades that he had with the with the grade. I can say one thing with the grades that he had and the ability that Tariq has on the education side, with him having that in his blood and then Tasha showing him the way, he can very well this this final this final season 
can very well end up with Tariq being the man. Because he's what, pushing, what is he, 16, 17 now? No, he ain't that old. That boy's probably about 15. He was, they was teaching him how to drive in a few seasons ago. No, they wasn't teaching him how to drive. Tommy just let Tommy the boy. Was. That was last season. That was his birthday. That was happy birthday. That was the episode where Ghost came home drunk as fuck and fell out in the um, apartment and all that bullshit. That was the first time he was all disrespectful and crazy Ghost on the phone um, in person. I mean, Tariq is just, regardless of how old he is, regardless of what they're trying to do with the storytelling, it's, to me, it's bad parenting for a, a parent to offer to help you move weight. It's just like you oh know, yeah 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 she I mean personally she should be on the same the same page with uh Ghost but you know like you said I think it comes down and to I what, I don't know what the beef is between her and Lakeisha like I don't understand what they mad about like she mad about some shit with him that ain't her fault and she she's she's constantly dragging her friend. And we haven't seen it with the narrative, but I mean, I would imagine that she's probably feeling like, damn, what did I do, Lakeisha? Why is she being so cold towards me? Like, I think Tasha gonna end up whooping her ass. Somebody need to whoop that bitch ass. We might see, she feeling herself. We might see that happen too. I mean, I I still can't get on the episode where she stepped out the whip looking like Ronald McDonald. I'm like, you look horrible. She did. All she did was a red wig and some red lips. Well, she had red lips on. Some red legs. Goddamn boots and go. that motherfucking glasses. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, what's your what's your expectation of the uh, your expectation and predictions of uh, this Sunday? Ooh, I don't even know to tell you the truth, bro. It's just, I mean, at this point, we're going down so many different roads right now. I mean, anything goes. Anything goes. Should we call? I think, should we? Should we say? Should we? Should we pick a person that, that going to the guillotine? Somebody gonna die? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> let's see who are we killing this week. I am going to say it is going to be possibly two bit. All right, I'll give you that one. I was gonna say either two bit or spanky, so I have to, I give you two bit. I don't know if they're gonna be strong enough characters though. Is that the prediction? Uh, let's see. We Is that the prediction said, two bit. Yeah, two bit and spanky. I mean, they're a package deal, so one of them go. All right, cool, cool, I, cool. Well. I, I think that Blanca is going to get closer and closer to the truth, whatever that may be. I think she's going to get closer and closer to the truth. And I think that Tasha and Ghost are going to start working through their problems and start a family again. I don't. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Well, this concludes our um, episode of... uh our TSF Entertainment Podcast. We appreciate all the fans tuning in. And um, stay tuned for next Sunday and all the upcoming um, podcast episodes that we have. And it's been real, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. We out. We out. You are now listening to TSF Entertainment Podcast.